for 50 years, Eva, an alien from planet Rikos, has lived in human form on Earth as Kyle Johnson. When Eva gets into a fight at the sewage treatment plant where he works, he is put into jail. A jailer overhears Ebar trying to contact his home planet and tells the authorities. Ebar is sent to the psychiatric ward of Buffalo County Hospital for evaluation, where he eventually comes under the care of Jeremy Slater. Jeremy is a young mental health professional, and Ebar's case is his first assignment. No one believes that Ebar is an alien. More to the point, everyone thinks he's crazy. After working with his patient for a month, Jeremy begins to believe Ebar truly is who he says he is, and concocts a plan. If Ebar will quit talking about being an alien and pretend he is human, Jeremy will work with him so he can get released from the hospital and go on living his life. Ebar agrees. Jeremy's egotistical boss, Dr. Richard Andrews, has other ideas. He and a friend at the Pentagon have come up with a plan of their own. Andrews will take over the case and announce to the world that Ebar really is an alien. Andrews figures it will make him famous. His plan is to keep Ebar locked up and study him for the rest of his life. Jeremy is appalled. He and Ebar have become friends, and he can't allow Andrews to take control of his friend's life. Aided by co-worker Julie and her partner Ren, the four of them go on the run, with thugs sent by the Pentagon in hot pursuit. This is a story about good and evil, and is a mirror held up to the times we live in. Ultimately though, it is a story of friendship, a friendship that changes the lives of both Eba and Jeremy forever. Jim Bates's Alien of Orchard Lake. Get your copy now at mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free Jayzo Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 244 of the World of Myth Bits. Welcome everyone, welcome to episode 244, uh, and to start off, I just wanted to say that our hearts are going out to the Montoya family, who are dealing with um, a very, not, not dif- difficult time, but a very challenging time, a very thoughtful time, uh, remembering somebody special uh, from their lives uh, and um, our hearts go out to them uh, at, at this particular time thinking of you guys uh, thinking of you Dave and the and the girls um, and yeah just just sending happy thoughts and uh, and happy memories 
So, having um, a, a bit of a glance back then at some of the housekeeping stuff. Um, the editor-in-chief met with the publisher of North American Productions. Um, so, the complete lineup for 2024 for Dark Myth Publications, I believe, has now been set. Uh, I'm hoping that... Uh, I, uh, I feature in there a couple of times with, with any luck, with fingers crossed. Um, also, the uh, also uh, Dark Myth Comics. Um, again, a reminder after issue 12 of American Smash, a multiple person team will be working on. So, I believe they're now working on American Smash Annual Number 1, which will tie in issue number 12 and issue 13, which is pretty exciting. Very exciting news. The uh, contracts and rewards are already out for Open Contract Challenge 2023. So if you are one of the top three of 2023, um, the fifth Open Contract Challenge, and you haven't received your contract yet or haven't received your promised payment, uh, your prize, then um, the the, um, the the monetary element of that prize, of course, the um, the publication element, the uh, the ebook for second place, uh, and the um, the publication and ebook, I believe, of first place. If you haven't received your uh, contract yet or your cash prize, then please uh, get in touch with the contact for the competition. That would be my best advice, but I'm sure that everything's fine, everything's sorted, and it's all good. Think happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Uh, and then, also, da, 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 the, uh, also check out MythMart. Our inventory continues to grow. www.mythmart.com uh, and also the um, the October magazine for um, the World of Myth magazine. Uh, October is now closed, I believe. So um, if you're submitting pieces now, the, I believe that the um, acceptance period is now open for November. The, uh, the November edition of the magazine which will be coming out for about 24th, 25th of November. Uh, keep your eyes out, keep your eyes peeled for the um, the October edition. Hopefully a bumper, big bumper e-magazine from, uh, from the team at um, Dark Myth Publications. Uh, keep your eye, eye out and of course the um, you will uh, you will go as with September. You will go to the World of Myth website, worldofmyth.com, uh, and then click on the download, and that will get you access. Once the October magazine e-magazine goes live, and when the October e-magazine goes live, it should also be available for purchase through mythmart.com, uh, and of course mythmart.com. Do not forget. Um, book of the month that's um, that's a, a, a big thing at the moment uh, and 
yeah, there's the great deals there. You can just get the monthly book, or you can get an annual subscription for every book of the month, and then you won't miss one. Uh, and also, there's other um, there's a variety of other um, opportunities there. Uh, and of course, the um, the um, next anthology that um, like the the anthology. Um, Oh, was it Madness Women? Oh, I'm all over the place today. Do, 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 do. Uh, searching, searching, loading. Please wait. Do, 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 do. Yes. Oops. Um, thank you to everybody who tunes in to the um, the podcast as well. Not just uh, the World of Myth Bits, of course, but the other podcasts that are um, under the banner of the Jazo Mon uh, podcast family. Ah, yes, the, the, the Monster Within. So I believe Monster Within is now closed. Uh, email should be going out very, very shortly. I know I keep saying this. But emails should be going out very, very shortly for uh, those who have been accepted for that anthology, um, and it'll be great to uh, yeah to be able to read the um, who the chosen twenty uh, writers have been. Uh, very excited. Fingers crossed. Uh, I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that uh, that I'm in with my story. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to sort of hear on the grapevine uh, a few other um, common uh, dark myth horror um, regulars uh, may may just be sneaking into this one as well. Uh, but yes, uh, the Monster Within anthology is pretty cool. The whole concept of uh, humans being monstrous to other humans. Uh, and sadly, um, it's uh, it's in our nature, and uh, sadly, it's not that difficult for some of us to come up with scenarios where the um, the monstrosity, the monstrous nature of uh, of humanity, uh, come comes through pretty easily to uh, to some of our uh, our thinking. I don't know if uh, if it's something that we've personally witnessed. I, for one, am thankful that it's not something that I've personally witnessed myself. But um, writing for a few different sites and thinking about different ideas of what may what horror may look like, uh, yeah, it's um, it's not overly challenging, I guess. To um, to sort of come up with a, a fresh new idea uh, of uh, how monstrous we uh, we can uh, we can actually be to each other. So anyway, um, that is the uh, in a nutshell, basically the the housekeeping done. Um, I just yeah, I wanted to uh, to kick in to uh, today's theme then 
which are the uh, the theme for episode 244. Um, uh, yeah, we've just had the uh, the spring holidays, the the um, the school holidays for um, for South Australia, for the region where where I live, uh, and um, this is. Uh, yeah, counting down the days before uh, before back to school, and um, just wanted to sort of reflect on that, on family time, and uh, and on uh, on how that uh, that's all gone. And I I love the holidays. I love the the fact that it means that we seem to get busier at the library where I work, uh, even though we're probably a good fifty percent plus of our membership. Uh, retirees, um, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even pushing high 90s. We've got uh, we've got a handful of members that are um, in their their 95, 96 type age bracket. Uh, we do still have some young families in our local area that are keen to find out what free activities are on at their local library during the school holidays. And what we find is, um, of course, the uh, the January period that we've got, where it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, around Christmas time, and then uh, and then into um, January, and, uh, and of course the tail end of winter being February, moving then into spring as you sort of get into the, the March, April, um, yeah, Easter type time. Uh, well, here in Australia, we're uh, we're lucky enough that we have a good long holiday stretch in um, December, January, uh, in our summer. So we have a uh, a beautiful, warm, sunny Christmas. Generally, super hot, uh, about a hundred hundred degrees Fahrenheit. You can you can usually estimate that our um, our Christmas will be. The, um, definitely somewhere in the 90s, if not sort of early 100s. Uh, and the, um, of course, it means that a lot of people go away. So the the July holidays, uh, which is our winter, and the October holidays tend to be um, reasonably busy for us at the library. Uh, and it's where our holiday programs are um, are most well supported by, as I said, by families looking for things to do. So yeah, it was exciting, exciting to uh, to be able to run a um, another escape room, uh, a piratical themed escape room this time, which was yeah was a, a whole lot of fun. Trying to make it as difficult as I possibly can, but at the same time something that the kids can solve themselves. And get that pleasure and that um, that feeling of accomplishment from uh, from escaping from the room. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We've got like plastic skulls uh, as part of Halloween um, decorations and, and setups and uh, and things like that. And so uh, I've I've utilised those in a way, uh, sort of hiding them in um, in pirate treasure chests so that when the kids sort of open things up at the end to uh, to find the treasure um, it revealed the skull no, um, 
two two times out of three, I had three three different places where I uh, I could potentially have hidden the treasure, the gold co chocolate coins that the kids received as a um, as a reward for uh, for escaping from um, Brownbeard's ship. And two of those pla uh, two of those treasure chest like places of uh, I hid. Um, skulls and there was there was one group out of the four groups that I ran uh, there was one group where there was a little girl that threw open the chest thinking that she was going to be rewarded uh, and she uh, shone the torch right on the skull and basically ripped the skull out of the box and threw it across the room it was um, it was a, uh, a a great moment for me to um, to see out of the four groups at least one actually had that that jump scare experience that I uh, I was planning the um, the whole time. So yeah, the that was great. The um, the response from uh, from the kids, and then that afternoon I actually took some time off to go down to another council about an hour away uh, to run a uh, a youth writers workshop, which was very exciting, very fulfilling, very rewarding for. Um, for me to do that uh, yeah that was yeah just a, a real pleasant experience uh, and something that I want to relive again in my own council so it's something that I'm planning as part of our January program I, uh, I've been working on our January schedule for um, for uh, early next year and uh, yeah I uh, I'm working with uh, a, um, a local illustrator too uh, Dave Atsi um, he uh, he's the writer and illustrator of the picture book Belly Button Fluff, which I can thoroughly recommend. He's uh, a very talented artist, um, and uh, yeah, he's been uh, been inspired by his beautiful daughter, and uh, yeah, just am amazing, incredible. Uh, produced his uh, his own picture book. And um, yeah, it's a lot of fun to read. A, a real hoot, uh, a real enjoyment. Absolutely. So, uh, looking forward to hosting Mr. Atsi at uh, at our library, uh, and I'm hoping that I can run my writers' workshop in the morning, uh, and he can run his illustrators' workshop in the afternoon, and we can sort of tick off both boxes. Uh, and hopefully there'll be um, uh, somebody like Dave with that ability to write and draw uh, who will come along to both. Which, um, yeah, uh, hopefully we can, um, we can plant the seeds and hopefully we can encourage the talent of the future. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's made me very, very excited. Uh, and then we also have a magician who uh, who's regularly performing in Japan and Australia and uh, lucky for us um, Dane is back in Australia for um, for January next year uh, and hopefully I can build a bit of a South Australian tour for him which uh, yeah which with any luck um, he uh, yeah he'll uh, he'll get a lot of interest from a lot of different libraries. We've got 140 plus different 
library branches in South Australia. So hopefully there's a great opportunity for, uh, for him to, uh, to get a bit of a tour going. Uh, and my brother-in-law, uh, he is a um, Dungeons and Dragons enthusiast, uh, brilliant, amazing dungeon master, uh, board game um, collector. Uh, you may have heard him, Benjamin, uh, a few times on uh, the World of Myth Bits podcast. Uh, just chatting away about different board games that he's got and ones that we enjoy playing uh, and ones that have really I've immersed myself in uh, in playing them and um, from that has sort of planted the seed has generated ideas for uh, for a short story or for um, a, uh, a a writing experience or uh, yeah it's um it's been good, definitely. Um, so, yes, that's something that I've been working on. Uh, sort of now is uh, is looking ahead to the next lot of holidays that we've got. Uh, the long holidays, I reckon six six or seven weeks. I reckon the kids are off school, um, and also on the family front, like on the on the home front, we've been trying to um, to do. A lot with the kids when we've been free like when we haven't been working uh, and um, one of the things that we did the other night was uh, we had a, uh, a family movie night with the girls um, my uh, my eldest uh, their brother um, wasn't really keen on looking looking back on uh, films that he uh, he's watched before and these were um, uh, a 2008 film and a 2012 film in uh, us rediscovering Journey to the Center of the Earth, uh, starring Brendan Fraser. Uh, that's a good fun film. Uh, the CGI probably uh, is a, a little bit dated, uh, and we're, we uh, we sort of cringed every now and again when certain things happened in the film. Uh, but yeah, just a, a great, great story based on Jules Verne, um, a great, great storyteller, and uh, and the concept of the Vernian, the um, the the underground society, I suppose, of people who believe that Jules Verne's stories aren't stories, that they're uh, they're actual recollections of somebody who has experienced that strange land or that strange world or those those uh, weird and wonderful uh, happenings I, I guess um, yeah it's uh, it's very uh, very interesting to, to watch and uh, and it's only about an hour and a half of like it was, it's a great short family film which uh which was perfect uh and then we discovered uh journeys to the mysterious island i didn't realize that the two were linked but uh should have known um i guess it's because brendan fraser is uh is in the first one but due to uh filming conflicts um, he wasn't available for uh, for the second film four years later, and so uh, 
they um, they ended up employing the rock as the the muscle as the the lead male character I suppose I guess um, and yeah he uh, it's great to see the the young son so the nephew in the first film is the stepson in the second film so they're um, they explain it quite well the it's interesting though I think one thing that we noticed and one thing that disappointed my wife especially was the fact that um, Brendan Fraser's character the um, the uncle isn't mentioned at all I don't believe in the second film there's there's no reference to him whatsoever um, but there is a great uh, a great character in grandpa uh, and um, I think grandpa yeah I think that the so Brendan Fraser's character in the first film um, is inspired to go on the adventure because of his brother Max uh, and I believe that the character of grandpa or in that case the the father figure of um, of of Max and Brendan Fraser's character uh, is mentioned but doesn't make an appearance but he uh, he certainly does um, hold his own in uh, in the the second film in journeys too um, yes it's uh, it's for a film that's 10 years old or 11 years old um, 2012 it was it was filmed uh, produced and um, yeah in my in my opinion as a family film uh, certainly certainly holds its own it's um, yeah it's good fun and it was wonderful to actually go from one film to the other film on the back but it was interesting we've uh, we've got um, a couple of streaming services that we subscribe to and it was funny that the first film was on one streaming service the second film was on the uh, another streaming service but we had we've subscribed to uh, to both of them so um, yeah it was easy enough to sort of do a bit of a search and then from jump from one to the other and it was about four three three hours ish altogether so yeah to sort of get to the end of the first film and look at the watch and go ah oh, it's only half past eight and then get to the second film and go ah oh, it's only ten o'clock or quarter past ten or whatever it was it was which is around about the time when as a family we sort of had to bed anyway with uh, with teenage kids with a with a son that's uh, that's almost 18 that's basically dictating his own life uh, at the moment um, and with uh, with teenage girls that are normally 8 30 9 o'clock ish but in the holidays you sort of just throw the rule book out the window and they're um, 
yeah, basically do what they like. Uh, of course, that uh, that's going to change tonight because we're um, we're going to try very very hard to get back into some sort of a routine uh, over the next couple of days, which is going to be fun because my wife and I are working this weekend or the, the weekend just uh, just happened um, since this uh, before this podcast uh, goes out the um, the fact that we're working makes it a little bit more a little bit difficult for us to actually have any sort of control over how the um, the day or the weekend works but at the same time, we're both home for the evening, and so yeah, it's, we're we're hoping that it uh, it should be possible for us to uh, to be able to have some sort of control over um, over what's going on. Um, yeah, with with any with with any luck. Um, the um, the other thing that I've been trying to do is trying to get back into reading with the girls. Um, another nanny piggins. Uh, collection of stories, which is uh, which has been fun, and um, probably of the fourteen nights that we've had uh, as uh, as school holidays, we were Wolf Girl book two, I reckon. Arn Ando, uh, great great adventure series done by um, by the uh, Vietnamese uh, Australian artist uh, slash author slash all-round nice guy, being Ando. That uh, that was uh, was good fun to uh, to read. I reckon we're up to book three now, but right now we're um, we're in the midst of uh, the uh, the enjoyable lark, which is Nanny Piggins retelling classic stories uh, in her um, in her own special and unique way. Uh, and the nice thing about this anthology as well is that the it's not just Nanny Piggin stories, and it's not just about the the family, the Green family, I think it is that she nannies for. Um, also, the um, the anthology it's the same author, but they write uh, also stories about a um, a mum and daughter. The daughter's name's Tammy, I think. Uh, mum and daughter and the the relationship that they've got which is uh, which is always makes me smile the, the sort of the the, the mother daughter uh, banter that goes on uh, and the fact that the, the mum thinks and says the sort of zany things that I would the, that's that's one one thing that I love most about uh, about that uh, dynamic duo is um, the uh, the way that the daughter reacts is the way that my kids seem to react whenever I say weird and, and wonderful things or uh, or pretend something something or rather is actually true or uh, yeah it's um I I I like the mum's illogical logic and uh, and I can see where it sort of springs from uh, and where it can potentially go. Um, that's something that I love, uh, and also um, there's a third series. There's like a um, a, a brainiac school school student, a, a brainiac school student 
uh, who acts as a detective much to the chagrin of the principal of the school who always wants to jump straight to discipline. This must be the case. Uh, This is the evidence that's put before me so I can punish this child, this student, because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, And then the uh, the detective student comes in and goes, no, no, no. The, uh, the evidence following the bouncy ball the way that I do, the evidence actually points in this direction or uh, it's somebody else entirely or it's a, uh, a fault of the school building or um, it's, uh, it usually results in the, the headmaster having to do more work or, uh, or exposing the fact that the headmaster hasn't actually done something that they're supposed to or um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good fun fun series and I, I like the fact that um, the the author sort of gives you enough of the Nanny Piggins stories to keep you interested and, and satisfied and, uh, and and still leaves you happy to want more but slots in these other characters and these other stories as well. Uh, and then there's zany um, bits of uh, of encouragement uh, as well, like uh, the the rules for reading, or um, yeah, there's um, there's at the end of every story, there's uh, there's like a little like a five liner or a ten liner that uh, that sort of says, um, as a parent, you're you're doing a marvelous job. Or uh, this, these are the reasons why reading to kids is important. Or um, yeah, just a, a lot of uh, affirmations that are generalised enough, but uh, but powerful enough to, um, to to warm the heart a little. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying sharing those sort of stories with uh, with my girls at the moment. It's good fun. There's there's a pleasure, a true pleasure that comes from reading to your kids. And it doesn't matter what age they are, I can thoroughly recommend sitting down, opening a book, or uh, sitting in the the room with them, sitting on their bed, uh, and making up a story. Whether you're making up a story together, or whether they're giving you the ideas for the story, or whether it's just something that you're sort of making up on the fly, uh, and whether it's a reflection on what you did for the day or what you did for the week or something entirely made up, it doesn't matter. It's having that moment, sharing that experience and creating that memory. That's incredibly, incredibly important. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, and speaking of creating memories and speaking of doing things with your family, um, one of the last things that we did uh, as a family was my wife and I. My wife took the day off uh, and I had a um, rusted day off, which was great because I'm working the weekend. Um, and what we did is we took the time to go up to um, our capital city of Adelaide and spent the day uh, at a suburb of Adelaide called Marion at the Marion Westfield Shopping Centre. Um, so it's sort of like a mall, I guess. Uh, and um, yeah, it was great. It was wonderful fun. 
it's basically wandering around the shops aimlessly going where do we need to go we uh we have like a we we popped into like a tesco's or a um oh is it walmart no not really um yeah it was just sort of wandering around this great big um shopping complex to uh lots and lots and lots of different shops going to um checking out board games uh having a look at um plush teddies um the uh, the my my daughter has an obsession with gonkies at the moment they're uh, they're like a um christmas gnome i suppose um something with a big pointy hat uh usually a beard uh quite often it'll have like stars or something um i think there was like a teacher gonky that had uh letters like a b c d um sort of cut out and plastered all over its clothes or that sort of thing um and each gonky has a name uh, and um she loves them she absolutely loves them she's ordering them online and she's finding them in shops and uh and she gets awfully excited which is great and um my other daughter is uh is into uh squish mellow squish mellows um and so she saw a few of them around the place uh as we were wandering through marion shopping center and uh and that was nice to, to sort of uh get caught up in the excitement that she had for uh, for that sort of experience uh, and then of course there was a lolly shop uh, and um, there's uh, a, a great donut place down there so we had to get a dozen donuts while uh, while we were down there too um, there's a uh, a Japanese shop and um, my wife picked up a few things there for our son Nicholas because quite soon he's heading over to Japan as part of a school trip which we're uh, we're very excited about this is the, the his first time over overseas so uh so that's pretty exciting for uh for him uh and hopefully that sort of plants the the seed the travel bug uh and hopefully he will uh, will get a great lot of enjoyment out of uh, out of seeing somewhere so far away uh, and so different to our own life and lifestyle uh, he's a m- mad technology buff so uh, so hopefully that side of the uh, the Japanese advancement the the fact that they seem to be two generations ahead of everybody else when uh, when it comes to uh, to that sort of thing um, hopefully that's something that he will really really enjoy uh, but also the um, the whole respect for the elderly uh, and the um, the the importance of family within um, Japanese societies uh, and within the, the Japanese family dynamic. Uh, I reckon that will be a, a bit eye-opening for him as well. Very very different to. Uh, to our Western culture.
so yes, it's um, yeah, that's that's sort of our our focus at the moment uh, is getting ready for uh, for that, which is happening in probably about four four weeks or so, um, and yeah, and a, uh, a lot going on. Um, author events coming up uh, at work. Uh, I'm uh, I'm looking to uh, to find a way to uh, to make a bit of extra money on the side to buy um, some copies of my children's books. Uh, so my my teen fiction book, um, Myrtle Norton's Guide to World Domination, which um, which came out from Dark Myth in uh, in August uh, and of course my um, my children's book the neighbor which uh, which came out in May I think uh, yeah so they were they were my two publications I would really 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 love to be able to do a uh, a big event uh, with community um, it was actually really nice today I actually had uh, a couple who are celebrating their 59th wedding anniversary today actually came into the library where I work uh, and um, and actually wanted to know if I've had an award yet for uh, for being a great librarian uh, and I had to admit that um, that the library itself has uh, has won a few awards for uh, for different projects that we've been working on but I personally um, have never never had a word uh, a word uh, never never ever uh, had an award um, but uh, awards um, aside the that that just gives me a, a real warm feeling that there's interest in me as a person in the, the local community but also in me, there's curiosity about me as a writer uh, as well. So um, yeah, so with, with any luck, uh, I can uh, get together um, a few funds uh, and, uh, and be able to, um, to turn that into something special for, uh, for my family uh, and for the community. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's, um, there's a, uh, a great deal of support that, uh, and I'm uh, I'm not just imagining, uh, as great authors do, we uh, we use our imagination well. So uh, so fingers crossed. That's uh, that's something that I can hopefully uh, save up for a future podcast, telling you all about uh, this wonderful successful event that I've had uh, had at my local library. But. Um, before uh, before that, hopefully there's a uh, a wonderful local event with um, this writers workshop as well that uh, that I'm running. So fingers crossed. Um, on the the writing front, I uh, I'm very very excited to announce that I um, I'm getting very 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 close to finishing off. The teacher, which is the uh, the follow-up to the neighbour, I reckon two chapters to go. Hopefully, um, what are we? Where October, November, December, 
January, I reckon maybe February, so it might be March, April, hopefully hopefully around the March, April um, will be, um, the e-magazine will be the, the publication of the final chapter for um, the teacher, which is the follow-up to the neighbour, and um, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, then um, soon after that there will be the, uh, the actual publication of the book, The Teacher, as, uh, as well. Uh, and of course, I'm looking for a title, a good title for my, um, my teen fantasy fiction that, uh, that I'm writing at the moment. And, um, and this afternoon will be the um, writing the final chapter for that. I, uh, I am thoroughly, thoroughly looking forward to that. So, uh, so that should be good fun uh, and very, very satisfying being able to, um, to finish that off. Uh, and then I'll have to plot and plan and, and work out what order because literally I've sent those stories in month after month after month um, without really having an idea of what's actually first uh, and what sort of flows on from what. Uh, and I, uh, I, I did send in a first chapter to the open contract challenge for this year I reckon and it was the first chapter I reckon was where I fell flat so that sort of tells me either it's not the first chapter and it should just sit where it sits where in the in the process of writing the story I ended up submitting it or it just needs to be polished and expanded uh, and it's actually going to be very interesting um, because of that chapter I now have to tie off the final chapter in a way that incorporates all of the different mentioned characters and it's more than just the party so it's once once again it's that that sort of scenario where a um, a story blows out to, to bigger than what you thought it was um, uh, and it's yeah it's going to be a real pity the I've, I've been really enjoying writing these serials and uh, and knowing where the story is sort of heading and it's great, I, I've still got The Teacher and I've still got Paetra's Tale uh, that I'm continuing to write. Um, but the, um, yeah, this, this particular one, this, uh, this Dungeons and Dragons um, Lovecraft, Lovecraftian type tale uh, with the different Elder Gods and the, um, the, the threat to the whole of the world uh, and it's all sort of come focused in on this one sort of part of the kingdom where this one sort of section of the world where it's going to be be all or end all and literally end all um, 
yeah, it's um, it's been fun, fun bringing it to uh, to this sort of point, uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll sort of see um, where it all ends. Uh, so on that note, just wanted to say to everyone, write well, and may all of your submissions be successes. Uh, and just from SA, just wanted to say, ciao for now. See you all later.